state of mankind. How much do you know? Excerpts from how the specter of communism is ruling our world. 74. Pornography. Of all the forms of revolution called for by communists, the most thoroughgoing is probably the sexual revolution. If the seizure of political power marked the revolution against the tangible components of society, then sexual liberation is the communist revolution instigated inside man. Freud's pansexualism, a theory that regards all desire and interests as derived from the sex instinct, provided the theoretical basis for sexual liberation, while the emergence of oral contraceptives began to separate sex from reproduction. The sexual revolution struck a traditional morality, and brought about and promoted radical feminism, abortion, premarital sex, and the homosexual movement. All this brought about enormous, terrible impacts on the social order laid down for man by God, and was attendant with numerous social ills. Sexual liberation established the distorted idea that recreational sex and the sex trade are basic human rights. It destroyed traditional sexual ethics and restraints, and allowed sex to become a game and form of entertainment. It turned humans into mere sex tools, and opened up the gates for pornography to infiltrate and sabotage society. In the 1950s, Playboy magazine played an exceptionally important role in assisting in sexual indulgence, and made a business out of pornography. While the slogan Make Love, Not War, was in the air in the anti-war era, the first all-nude adult movie, Blue Movie, came out in 1969. Accompanied by rock music and a rejection of all traditions, a 15-year-long era, 1969-1984, of porno chic emerged in the West. The size of the pornography industry today is alarming. Worldwide, the industry does a business of around $100 billion annually, with $10 billion to $12 billion of that in the United States alone. In the 1970s, porn films were only available in seedy adult movie theaters. By the early 1980s, VHS brought pornography to millions of households, while the spread of the Internet in the late 1990s, and later the smartphone era, brought pornography on demand. The porn industry in Japan has already been normalized as part of society, with magazine racks full of adult magazines and comics visible in supermarkets, and late-night television programs featuring porn actors. Pornographic actresses are packaged as teen idols, and openly appear in the media. The Japanese porn industry has brought a serious and negative influence on all of Asia. The introduction of the Internet and smartphones has brought major changes to the porn industry. The total pornographic content that a typical adult in the 1980s might be exposed to can now be accessed by a child in just minutes. In the past, kids used to play soccer and other games after school, but now they watch porn. One 12-year-old British boy became so addicted to porn online that he raped his sister. A public prosecutor involved in the case said, cases of this nature will increasingly come before the court because of the access young people now have to hardcore pornography. The consequences of children exposed to porn include addiction to sexual behaviors, early development of sexual activities and interest, increased frequency of sex crimes, that generate moral values, the belief that sex is unrelated to marriage and relationships, but is instead simply a service that can be purchased on demand, the belief that the sexual behavior in porn is common, and the normalization of such sexual depravity and perversion. In the majority of European countries, prostitution is legal and many Europeans consider it just another job. In 1969, Denmark became the first country to legalize prostitution. Norway, which previously had the strictest limitations on prostitution in all of Europe, legalized it in 2006.
The purchase of sex in Denmark can sometimes even be subsidized by the government. For instance, if a disabled individual submits a request and is approved, then he can visit a brothel while the taxpayer foots the bill, in order to protect his equal rights. This proposal was actually first advocated for by the founder of utopian socialism, Charles Fourier, in the 19th century. China, a society that used to be characterized by its abstinence and restraint, and where even discussion of sex was taboo, has also joined the wave of sexual revolutions. Of all the CCP's policies in its reform and opening up package, the most successful must have been that of sexual liberation, far beyond the opening of the economy or political system. In the space of 30 years, there has been a total transformation from revolutionary discipline to sexual liberation. Prostitution is rampant in China, and the more mistresses a wealthy businessman or corrupt official has, the higher his social status. China is thought of as the world's factory, but it also exports a large number of prostitutes, including to Japan, Malaysia, the Middle East, the United States, Europe, and Africa. Estimates in 2018 suggest that there were 13,000 to 18,500 Chinese prostitutes in sub-Saharan and South African countries. Southeast Asian and South American countries are no different. Many cities have become major destinations for sex tourism, a practice that while illegal, has become so rampant as to contribute to economic growth. Even in Islamic countries such as Egypt, Tunisia, Sudan, and other Muslim countries, the porn industry, forbidden by Islam, is also secretly running in full swing. The most direct consequence of a society flooded with pornography is the destruction of the family and marriage, which is why it has come to be called the quiet family killer. Viewing pornography causes disinterest in healthy family relationships, while feeding desire and lust, which creates sexual urges that can often only be satisfied through extramarital affairs or worse. During a Senate hearing in 2004, Dr. Pat Fagan presented data showing that 56% of divorces included one partner who had a strong interest in pornographic websites. During the annual meeting of the American Sociological Association in 2016, a research paper that was presented showed a doubling in instances of divorce among marriages where one party watches pornography versus those where neither partner does. The research showed that if the husband watched porn, the divorce rate increased from 5% to 10%, while if the wife watched porn, the divorce rate increased from 6% to 18%. The younger the individual, the more likely the divorce. Before the 1950s, all countries in the East and West viewed sex before marriage as indecent and in contravention of the commandments that God left to mankind. Both social pressure and public opinion acted to suppress such activities. If a young man and woman did conceive a child before marriage, they would be expected to take responsibility, get married, and raise the child together as a family. At the time, the majority of people believed that if a man got a woman pregnant, the only decent thing to do was to marry to her. If one made a mistake, one would be expected to take responsibility for it. However, with moral decay and the rise of sexual liberation since the 1960s, out-of-wedlock pregnancies have drastically increased. All this took place right as the porn industry began to have a greater impact on public consciousness. In 1964, in most developed countries, pregnancy before marriage was typically less than 10%, by 2014, it was nearly a third. In the United States, out-of-wedlock pregnancies averaged 40%, reaching 71% among African Americans. Among the 140 million newborns in the year 2016, around 15% or 21 million are from pregnancies out-of-wedlock. Single-parent families, out-of-wedlock pregnancies, 
and divorce, are often closely associated with poverty. Such families then increase the burden on the social welfare system. From Chapter 14, Popular Culture, A Decadent Indulgence